Okay, people. Thursday night at my house. The sound you hear in the back is kind of a party we have going on, but I kind of left the party to do this interview. I've been wanting to do this interview for a long time. Actually, I snuck downstairs, turned on my recording unit with a glass of wine in my hand, and just for the record, it's not my first. So that might explain my low-down tone for this interview. I'm about to speak to one of my mentors. Not only one of my mentors, but the mentor of many, many lighting guys in Quebec. I'm talking about Jacques Lévesque, also known as Coco Lévesque. This guy is, whether he admits it or not, is a genius. He's, he's helped so many people. He's done so many things. I'll let him tell the story. Ladies and gentlemen, here is my good friend, Coco Lévesque. Coco Lévesque, my dear friend. I'm so Hi, I'm 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 so happy. Thank you for accepting my invitation to be on the show. I, I I'm honored. How are you doing, man? Oh, you're really welcome. Ah, I'm doing very well. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, listen, I I I know a little bit about you, but I'm I feel that I'm going to discover a lot more uh, out of this interview. Um, Tell me, man. Uh, let's. I don't know where to begin. You know, I'm I'm kind of intimidated doing this. But uh, why, why don't we start by the beginning? I mean, you're you're, you're born in Quebec, right? I uh, was born in uh, Bécomo. Bécomo, Quebec. That's right. Uh, really, you're from Bécomo. Well, it's in Quebec, but it's not in Quebec City. No, no, absolutely not. No, Bécomo is the uh, yeah. I have you know I have a brother-in-law from Bécomo. I have a lot of fun with him. Yeah. It's- yeah, it's close to uh, the North Pole and uh, <laughs> New York. Yeah, exactly. About the same distance. <laughs> Great. So tell me, how how did you how did you start doing that? I mean, first of all, I mean, what what exactly do you do? What is your what is your expertise right now? Trying to trying to to do lighting. Uh, uh, while I'm speaking Chinese, yeah, yeah, that's something I haven't told anybody yet. But um, yeah, so you you started off in in Quebec, and now you're in China. There's a whole lot of stories to tell in between those two poles, I believe, right? So uh, tell yeah, me, how did it start? How how did your career start? Where 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 have you always done lighting? Uh, no, oh. uh, actually, actually, that that's pretty uh, an old thing. I started to do uh, painting. Really? I used to. I used to. Uh, I used to study uh, oil painting and uh, uh, watercolor painting in uh, Moulin des Arts in uh, Saint Etienne de Lausanne. Uh, that was the smallest studio. That actually, that was a reconverted uh, uh, mill, water mill, by. Uh, Mr. Uh, Albert Rousseau, which is uh, really not with us anymore. 
Oh, and uh, there's the, I just I just want to uh, say this Albert Rousseau. There's a venue in Quebec called uh, Salle Albert Rousseau. Um, this was a great man. So uh, I study uh, I study with his son. Uh, his son was doing uh, watercolor classes. So I study uh, watercolor with his son, and uh, then uh, Mr. Rousseau didn't want the kids uh, in his classes, so. Um, yeah, I was. <laughs> How old were you at the time? I I would say twelve, thirteen. Well, wow. Okay, just ju- just to tell our listeners, uh, Coco Levesque is fifty eight today. Yeah. Then <laughs> uh, I went to see a, a show in high school. Okay. And I and I I look in the air and uh, I said, "Ah, oh, school that." So uh, I went to uh, at school and. Uh, I went to the, the teacher classes, and I said, uh, I want to do the liking. As simple as that. Wow. Okay. And you were still in Bécamo at the time? No. Now now I'm in Quebec City. Oh, okay. Actually, my parents used to live in uh, Saint-Étienne-de-Lauzon, uh, uh, in another small village called Briquetville, which was an old, uh, uh, long time ago, owned by a, a family uh, from Britain uh, called the Briquet. And uh, that was a close, that was a close village, actually. And so there, there's a manor over there. Uh, the, it's called uh, the Manoir Rose, the Pink Manor. Yeah, I remember passing through Breakyville, and every time we would sing Aiky Breakyville. Yeah, well, actually, actually, it's very funny. If you get just before the track, it used to be the gate was surrounding the little village before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a real close Domain, basically. Wow. And uh, anyway, I don't know the whole story about that that little place, but I used to live there. <laughs> yeah, so I was living there for a while, and then uh, we moved to uh, to to Saint Etienne de Lauzon, mm-hmm. and uh, I keep uh, a couple of years uh, uh, doing paintings and uh, and going to high school. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I went to the. The Cégep of Rivière-du-Loup, because again, we moved. Oh, okay. okay. We moved to Rivière-du-Loup. So now you're in Rivière-du-Loup. And, and how old are you at that time? Well, I'm about 17. Okay. My first year, my, my first and last year at the Cégep de Rivière-du-Loup. Uh-huh. <laughs> I went uh, there in, uh, in uh, general, general uh, collegial, I don't know what you call that in uh in English, anyway. Yeah, gen- generals, g- general studies, I guess. Yeah, general studies. Yeah. Uh, then I applied for the National Theater School. I went to Montreal. I was accepted. I went to National Theater School. Okay. I did as good as uh, I did as good as the Cégep of uh, Rivière du Loup. I got, uh, I got, uh, well, I got kicked out <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because uh, me, uh, me is me, and. Uh, well, yeah, we'll find uh, that out as as we talk. We'll find out. I mean, I. I yeah, me is me, and also the what what didn't help uh, on top of being me, I was uh, also working at the same time, and it's not allowed at the school to do that. Oh, okay. But that was not the only reason. Let's say then uh, I started to work with uh, Jacques Tanguay a little bit. Then I uh, worked for uh, another uh, funny company called uh, Kitsch. Kitsch, yes, I remember Kitsch Audio, yeah. Our friend Don Cote and yes. his uh, brother Colin. Mm-hmm. And then I started to do some rock and roll uh, 
<laughs> air cake uh, band, you know, like uh, Stonebringer, uh, not Stonebringer, actually, Stonebringer was the, the, the biggest thing uh, in, the, in the Montreal uh, bar scene area, but I was doing uh, even not, I was doing, uh, damn, I don't even remember which one I was doing. We're talking in 1983, 1984, 1985. Yeah, that was a quite of, a while ago. A lot of uh, different chemical product went in my into me uh, since that time. So, well, let's uh, talk about <laughs> that. Let's talk about that chemical. Pro I guess that's where you earned your uh, your surname, Coco, right? Uh, actually, no. My name, my name. Uh, well, <laughs> that could, but it's not. So, <laughs> okay, uh, I always wondered about that. It's good, but it's not. <laughs> uh, no, it's only because uh, when I well, well, let's say that that can be <laughs> the the name. The name actually, the you know, the diminutive of uh, Jacques. Yeah, is Coco. Yes, Jaco, Jaco, Coco. Yes, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh yeah, well, that's that's this, and probably. Uh, some of the other things will come with it. <laughs> well, I can I can say something that I've heard of, and I haven't seen you do it actually, but I've, I've been told the story, and maybe you can confirm it. I've heard that one time they sat you in front of a board, a uh, CompuLite board, I believe, that was not working, and you opened up the board and uh, made a line of, of cocaine somewhere inside the board, I believe, and the guy was, was asking you, what the hell are you doing? He says, well, do you want your, your board to work or not? And the guy said, yeah, okay. So you, you did the line, and then you opened up the board, and then you fixed it, and you closed it back, and the show went on. And That's a story I heard. Can you confirm that? Is that uh, true? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go there if you I, want. It's a, that might be true. I, I can edit that this. Might, that, might, that might be true. <laughs> Because, because because of the, the the product that I was using previously, maybe uh, I just forgot about it. <laughs> but it may be true. Uh, <laughs> well, I cannot, I, I can't, I can't confirm that. Uh, usually, I was I was not doing it uh, inside the console, but outside of okay. it. <laughs> but uh, it might be true. <laughs> well, you know, if uh, people understand uh, what is a dimmer thirteen. And when you have a, a, a dimmer rack of a 12, well. <laughs> okay, that's like the 19th hole that's... when you're playing golf, right? I know I know a couple of big clubs in Montreal that uh, had uh, many times dimmer 13 in many places. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, sadly, sadly, it became a little bit bad for me that time. Uh, I see. We... Well, apparently, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to let you carry on with your story in a minute, but I, I just needed to tell you this. I remember one time we were doing, um, uh, we were both on a movie set. I think it was Pul uh, Punisher or something, and um, <laughs> probably one of the last movies you did in Quebec, right? Because uh, I, I no, no no my last one was. Uh... That was not the, the last one, but it was one that I, I, I would I should have let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on it, but I, I was told I, I, I kind of entered the movie scene uh, apparently because people couldn't stand you anymore. And so apparently you made room for me, and I, I've always been grateful for that. <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah, because uh, 
because uh, I don't know, and I, I got I got fed up sometimes, you oh, know, with yeah. the, all the all the stories and the the waste of time is okay. It's normal, you know. It's, you cannot you cannot uh, operating a console on a set when you're doing the the background can be uh, sleeping half of the half of the oh, yeah. half of the gig and uh, nobody will notice. Long hours. I've I've seen like eight hours without anybody talking to me. Yeah. I've- but when you're doing uh, some set, like uh, when uh, when we did the Covenant, I was running the the main set, the second unit, and uh, the Portman process at the same time. Yeah, that was some kind of entertainment out of the same console. Uh, that was some kind of an entertainment. Okay. Uh, you know, it was like uh, it was like I had a, a, a clear com, uh, one uh, one year clear com, but I had the two year because I had the first unit, second unit, and on the on the walkie talkie at the the Portman process. On the same shift. Yeah, at the, on the same shift at the same time, and uh, crazy. everybody talking at the same wow, time. Crazy. But well, it went well. <laughs> I'm not sure it went well. The only thing I was I could I could not even see the first the, the first unit set on, on top of that because uh, <laughs> it was I was I was away from the oh, set. Oh, oh yeah, you know, like uh, uh, absolutely. I remember when we did Death Race. I had some sort of an office on the corner of a building, but I couldn't see the set at all. So I I, I would fully rely on people talking to me through through the um, through the the walkie-talkie. And at one time, I remember uh, somebody calling me. Okay, turn on the ra- uh, the uh, the runway. You know, the runway where they, where they would race, right? And there was like I don't know, maybe three hundred bars of six there, something like that. And the guy says, "Turn it on." I said, "Are you crazy? The generator yeah. guy's going to kill me." <laughs> so we had to do it piece by piece. <laughs> Or even even the, the the guy who's pointing with his finger, turn on that light. Oh yeah, all oh, right, uh, right. Turn uh, on that light. Which, which one? one? I can't see it. <laughs> you got five hundred light uh, in the in the ceiling. The guy point in a direction where there's about twenty five of them, and he said, "Okay, uh, this? No, not this. No, this? Oh no, not this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One through twenty four. That's 40? when they started putting uh, big numbers on the, on each light so that they could see them from far. Uh, how did you get into movies? René Guillard, uh, which is a pretty well known gaffer, that's actually a family of the uh, of movie uh, people. Mm-hmm. Needed a board operator for uh, Rollerball two thousand. Oh wow! Okay, which was shooted in nineteen ninety nine actually, <laughs> and they had. Uh, a bunch of light, and uh, they needed somebody to operate uh, the dimmer, the dimmer okay. control, which en- which end up to be uh, a computer, uh, a computerite uh, si- uh, saber. saber. Okay, and they had some strobe. They had um, the, the thing that, that they needed was a bunch of effect, you know, like a scroll effect. This that the, every 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 effect that uh, that you can put out of a yeah. console. Those years, so you know, go chase a chase, left to right, a right to left, uh, in circle, in triangle, and in square. Yeah. So this is what they needed. So it was a little bit funny that we, the the, the director of photography, uh, Mason, 
I don't remember his uh, first name. He was running the camera one way. Oh, the, no, 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 the other way, the, the, the strobe. Oh, no, 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 which strobe? I had, I had uh, 20 who are running on the console. I don't know which one is the one. Uh, okay, uh, can, can I turn off everything and look at what you want, and then we can do it again? No, 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 we have no time for that. But I wanted to go the other way. Oh, God, okay. no time for that. How many times have I heard that? Can oh. you do this? Uh, give me a minute. We don't have a minute. Okay, uh, roll. Yeah, roll. It's, it's like whether roller. you do it or not, yeah. it's, they don't care. They'll film anyway. <laughs> well, that's the point. You know, when he looks in the... The, the, the problem with uh, that many uh, operators don't understand in the, in the movie uh, business is the... The, the, the surrounding doesn't matter. It's only the, what you can oh, see exactly. in the lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we see a lot more than, than what will go on. Flicking a light, flicking a light, uh, uh, one, two, one, two, one, two looks great in the camera, and you have no idea what he's looking. <laughs> so, And even if you got the monitor that you look at it, because of it's a film, I'm not talking about television now, I'm yeah. talking about film, sometimes you figure it's going to look like that. And uh, after after processing, uh, oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, or after processing, it looks like oh, nothing. absolutely. I I remember one time when uh, we were we were doing this uh, this this bus scene where there was a hockey team. Uh, we were doing lance compte. There was a hockey team inside a bus, and uh, we were simulating an accident. And how they did that? It was just one guy with a par running towards the uh, the bus. And the camera was inside the bus, seeing the car coming towards, and bang, there you go. There's an accident. And I found that so funny because, you know, we're doing a lot of high-tech stuff, and a lot of those big effects are just so plain. They're so ordinary. It's just one guy running towards the bus with a, with a light in his hand. That was quite a shock to me when I saw that, that effect, but whatever. I mean, whatever works on camera, right? In the train, uh, in the train scene... Uh... In the movie The Aviator, you see uh, you see light go going in the face of the yeah. actors. That's a, a four-bank kino flow that a guy, which is sitting and talking to you at the moment, was uh, was making circles <laughs> in the front of the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sometimes it, it looks yeah. high-tech, and it's just like, nope, the one guy holding a light, just moving it around. It looks like a train uh, in the middle of the field going in the front of lights, which makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. They are not in the city. They are not in the city when this happened. So the lights was going in the front of the of the, the actors makes absolutely no sense. Nobody sees that because you don't think about it, but it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent and I spent and I spent twelve hours uh, spinning a light in the front wow. of, of them. That was Pretty interesting. Cool, eh? <laughs> Because because the, a four bank a four bank uh, transformer is a is a is a lighting control in in movie so and since I was the the, the moving light operator the light was moving so I was doing it <laughs> yeah yeah moving <laughs> light sure just hold it in your hand and move it uh, it was moving uh, okay so we're doing shows we're doing tours and then we're doing movies what happens after that in your career. But after that, uh, in the in the in the middle of that, I was doing uh, the real thing called a rave oh, many yeah. years ago. You know those things were completely yeah, illegal. Those things. You know when the when you don't remember them all because uh, well, for uh, for the <laughs> obvious, nobody takes drugs. No, in show absolutely business. not. No, no, for sure. 
You know, you can ask uh, Kobe Melnick uh, when he woke me up in the sleeping in the case uh, in the the, the, the cover of uh, Compulite <laughs> Animator, and uh, you know the size I am. I, I, I remember waking you up at, at, I think it was Gay Pride. Uh, you were sleeping in the trailer or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I, slept, I slept in many places. You can ask also uh, Alain Vinet uh, when we were doing the, the liquids many years ago in, uh, in Metropolis. Uh-huh. I, uh, you know, everybody is uh, so entertained by the dance that they, they forget about the time, yeah. you know? You know, because there's no drug in the, in rapes. I've never seen anybody take no, drugs over no, there. No, that never happens, of course. So Alain, Alain was coming uh, at the end of the night. I was looking at him. I said, hey, you wake me up. Lord. It's, it's running. There's, the the antenna people are going up and down, and they change color. And me, uh, I'm, about, I'm about to don't change any more color or anything. <laughs> Just put it on autopilot let it go. <laughs> no, well. You know, you get uh, you get to a point that uh, it doesn't really yeah, matter. You I know, guess. until the until the cloud of sweat is uh, is there, and uh, you have beams just going in the sweat. It's, it's people wow. love it. We did uh, we did uh, with uh, uh, François mm-hmm. Opinion. That's a long time ago. In the you know the Dumouriez Stadium. I don't even remember the name is called today. Okay. Dumouriez Stadium. I think we're talking about the Unipri Stadium that, that as as we know yeah. today. Yeah, well, Whatever. That could be. Dumouriez was a small uh, cigarette company. Yeah. Now uh, you get with uh, we get with the uh, yeah, yeah company. back back so, when we uh, ben, back when we we had uh, cigarette sponsors. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, they had Daft Punk oh, man. there, man. So uh, they they were prodigy in the stadium itself. And they had Daft Punk or something. Man, it, it, it was not illegal, this one. But uh, honestly, it was so warm and hot in the place that uh, I, would, I started the, the night with uh, four, uh, four Azers. And actually, not even Azers, smoke machine, yeah. NDGs. And uh, because this, those ones were finishing like a real one at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, the, the day after. And they started at uh, 10, 9 uh, at night, the night before. Honestly, honestly, at the end, uh, there was so much humidity in the place that uh, the smoke was in the air. was no smoke, was uh, oh, sweat. And uh, François Roupillon, who called me on the walkie-talkie, he said, Hey, I don't know what's going on, but it rained on the console oh, and God. on me. I said, oh, oh that's on bad, my friend, and it's no rain. That, that's, a, that's a natural <laughs> cloud that formed inside, right? I went to see him. He looked at me and said, mm. Oh, jeez. I said, well, I'm not going to go further Urgh. with that. <laughs> uh, we had those one also that uh, before, before the one that, well, this one was legal also, the the, the black and blue yes. uh, in 1999. Yes. But the the previous one were not that legal, you know. They were uh, a little bit more uh, underground. Uh-huh. I remember uh, we did one in the Eaton Center. Uh, really? The, really? Of the co-restaurant, uh, 
I think uh, they had to do to to redo some plaster uh, <laughs> after we were gone. Yeah, Black and Blue was a hell of a show. But uh, like I talked to uh, Louis Rouleau on the last uh, last episode of the Backstage Cowboys podcast, and he was talking about that, the Black and Blue, and and, and the wonderful things you did, the design, the, the, the lighting design, those techno beam circles and and all that stuff you did, man. That, we still have pictures of that. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it was cool, but uh, what was bad, it's... Uh... Let's say uh, we installed a lot of equipment to don't do much with it. Really? Honestly, uh, I've seen better programming. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, when you put like so many techno beams in a circle and you just go like in and out. Yeah. I, it, no matter, no matter what you do, it's going to look funny. Yeah, it's going to look good. Whatever you good. do, it's going to look something. Yeah, it's amazing. And I remember, I mean, the best looks I've done in my career were by mistake. It actually did look like that. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty, pretty annoying. The thing is that the, the thing is we know the potential. We know how far we can push this thing. And uh, I, I remember, I, I remember doing shows that I was about forty percent of myself. Okay, forty percent of what I can do, either by being tired or being fucked up or whatever. And uh, and at forty percent, people still freaked out. So can you imagine the potential? I mean, it's it's crazy. No, if you go, yeah, but between you and me, uh, let's say uh, a ballon blanc. I did many ballons blancs. Yes. Uh, one ballon blanc that uh, that I did because uh, at the last minute they called me because they just found out they made they had no uh, no operator. Oh, okay, <laughs> I arrived there. I was shorting. I was shorting myself on one of the consoles. Ah. I was with. Uh, I went with Martin Lorando. He freaked out. He said, I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, the, there was something was shorted inside one of the rack, and uh, it, was sending, uh, it was sending back power somewhere. Oh, God. So when I, was touching, when I was touching a frame and I was touching the console, I was getting a 110. Oh, man. So I can tell you, my, my, my lighting, it was all bumpy. Huh? Oh, shit. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, I've seen that with dimmer packs and and, and distros, but I mean, with a console, wow. Yeah, it was yes too actually that year. Well, risky business. That was, uh, <laughs> in Dallas, it was it was yes when he was not yes that yes that we know now. He was a smaller yes <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and I had that zero time for programming. Uh, uh, of course, half of the rig, half of the rig. Half of the rig didn't work. Oh, of course, oh, of course, and nobody, nobody noticed, right? Well, I, I canceled. I was canceling. <laughs> oh, that doesn't work on this side. Well, I'm gonna turn that off. Yeah, fuck it. That's Remove it. it from the console. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's real life, man. <laughs> you know, you know, if if I got the rig, the fifty percent equally, I still have about thirty percent who works, and. The beginning of the, the the event usually you don't go crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. Yeah, you try you try to keep uh, some. The year, the year the year that I was doing lighting now, uh, I think they, they they put everything in the what they have in what uh, in the in their in their console and they turn them on the, the first minute the, the show starts. Yeah, exactly, but burn every punch on the first minute. We had the, we had kind of build up. Mm, yeah, and uh, so so nobody knew that. Uh, a lot of that stuff was not working. 
And uh, six hours later, they were too stoned to know that it was not working. Well, exactly. So everything was fine. Exactly, right. Everything happens in the first half hour anyway, right? I remember uh, we did, a, I, yeah, it was a Ballon Blanc with uh, Paul Van Dyke. Paul Van Dyke is a very cool guy. He came at me, he said, I want no lighting. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I want, to, I want you to keep it as dark as possible. Okay. Interesting. I turned on the black light and uh, I went uh, I went backstage. <laughs> <laughs> I came back. Uh, that's what I did. I came back an hour after and uh, I look at him and said, can I turn on something? He said, yeah, wait. 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 I don't know what the fuck he wants. He said, wait, wait. Sorry for the, the bad, bad word. I don't know what he wants. He said, now. And now what? Okay. I hear, I hear the climbing of the of the music. <laughs> okay, that's going to be strobe. Hey, man, it was dark in the room, like dark. And I had something like 50 or maybe 30, 30 or 50, uh, those uh, iron strobes. Uh, data, f- data flash? Data flash yeah. AF. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I pressed a button. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everybody, man. There was people dancing on the on the speaker. They all fell. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it was not funny because the, pro- the the promoter came to me and he wanted to kill me. Of course, <laughs> uh, people fell down <laughs> on the floor. It's not very cool. So, uh, so yeah. Well, after that, I did some uh, some 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 stuff. But he he, he said, oh, that's good. That's good." Then I tried to. He said, "No, no, 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 no. Cool, 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 cool." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because some sometimes I mean sometimes you need to use your brain and sometimes you have to turn your brain off. Like when the client apparently knows what he wants, so you have to turn your brain off and just execute. And other times the client does not know what he wants and he trusts you, and then you got to turn your brain on and then do whatever you think is right. The, before before the event, they all know what they want. <laughs> yeah. They think they know what they want. During the event, they find out they didn't have no idea of what they were talking about. <laughs> and you cannot tell them that. So it's not, it's not, it's not that your brain turned on. It's that, uh, well, you know what you could have done with the thing. So you do it when they find out that uh, what they said. Uh, it may not be exactly the way they were looking at it. Oh, yeah, of course. But they... They they have no idea. They don't have the picture. They don't know what the potential is. Well, they have a picture. Who's, uh, there, there are many people who have pictures that the light uh, the light beam is turning. No? You know, the light it doesn't turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It always goes straight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But in their head, the light the light is turning. So I always wondered uh, the guy who will invent the the bending beam will be rich. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But you can make. You can fake. You can fake the. You can fake it. Though. Oh yeah, of course. But, uh, Up to a certain oh, yeah. point, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think Slow Plant. I think Slow Plant uh, did something uh, at the. I'm not sure. I think it's him. He did like an arch, on the show. Really. With uh, really. With profiles. Okay. You know, it's a, yeah, yeah. You 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 go the. You put a series of light on one side, series of light on the other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. The, the first one in the bottom goes goes very high, uh, goes low, almost like uh, right on the roof. The next one goes a little bit further inside, yeah. the other one on top further inside. Inside, yeah. inside, inside, it's going to make an arch. Oh yeah, but you need you need twenty oh, yeah. need twenty five light to do to do an arch. Yeah, of course. which is good if that's what yeah. you need. But uh, the light still doesn't turn. The light still doesn't turn. Oh no! Of course, of course, the the beam <laughs> oh, no. will not bend. That's 
something we haven't been able to do yet. <laughs> so, so tell me, after the uh, all the raves and, and and all these these kinds of uh, events happened, um, so I, I remember doing a couple of car shows with you. Yeah, well, car show. Turn on the lights, and uh, after that, fake that you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but uh, I do car shows here in China, oh, and uh, really? you have those big guys who's coming from everywhere, and they, they're with their meters, their thing, the, that. The, the boot beside is a bunch of Chinese who turn on the lights and they put one ear, to put one ear, put one ear, put one ear to put, put one ear to put one ear, and it looks the same as the other guy on the other side. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but people who come to see a car in a car show. They have no clue, and they don't really care about if the car. Of course, if you if you take two lights, one in the front in diagonal, and the other one on top, well, it's gonna look bad. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna look. Uh, but when you put six lights and you put them uh, around the car, I'm sorry. Yes, me, I can see the difference. You can see the difference. People who are doing lighting can see the difference. I'm not taking about talking about uh, a drama i'm just talking about yeah you can see there's a, a little o mm -hmm. but you know a car uh, what's going to be the lighting on a car when the car is out is the sun so sometimes the sun is on the left the sun is on the right and the yeah. light bounce on the wall and goes back on the car so you know uh you you blast them you blast them on every side you know i i, I did and i still do uh shows with uh german uh peoples the, yeah. you know car people yeah and they come back. I, I got my meter, and I'm just doing it for the fun of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, pull, pull a little bit. Of, okay, good, 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 good. So I got the car even. Mm -hmm. uh, I did I did some for the for Japanese, for Lexus. They, they brought the concept car, super-duper metallic color. Yeah. The, the Japanese. Uh, the Japanese uh, designer, the, the guy who was in charge of the look of the, the event, he came to me. I did that. Uh, I I told him everything is even on the on the car. He looked at me, said, "Yeah, but that's not what I want." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. What do you want? I want I I like spot on the corners. You have to make the lines. You know the car. Yeah. You know what he said. The look at the car itself, it's lined. If you it's if you light it uh, equal everywhere, it's going to be flat. I mean, yeah, I agree. So, so you got a real designer here. I got. I, I did what the guy wanted. Mm -hmm. the The Chinese, uh, the Chinese lion arrived and uh, they they make me do it again. Oh shit! So I went. I, I went and I just put the put my 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 old shoe back. And uh, the Japanese guy come back and he start to get uh, not too impressed by me. <laughs> he tell me, yeah, but that was right before. I said, well, uh, okay, but uh, it's not me, you know. It's uh, your uh, your client. Uh, it's my client who told me that she didn't like the the fact that the car uh, said, yeah, but uh, uh, I am the guy in charge here. So it ended up that uh, my client did not like me very much. The Japanese really like me, and uh, I don't think I'm going to work for them anymore. <laughs> well, that's the problem. That's the problem. When you have two different clients at the same time who want two different things, and you're trying to please everybody, and that just can't happen. 
and and usually when they want a different thing like that, uh, they, because they don't talk to each other. There you go. Yeah, and they have t- totally different visions. And and we as artists, because I, we 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 light guys are artists, right? And and we get it. We understand what the other artist is trying to do. But more more often than not, there's somebody paying the bill at the other end who does not have that vision, and that creates conflicts. Well. It's not complex. It's simple, but they will not do that to talk to each other. Usually, you know that what happened out of it. It's uh, they don't talk to each other, and they look at you like you're the you're the problem here. No, of course. Sometimes you yeah. are. Uh, I, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking for myself. Uh, but but you know, at the end, uh, okay, I, I end up at the end to te- to say, uh, okay, who's the one who's paying me now? Mm. Him? There you okay, go. I'm doing what you, what you want. Yeah, and you have to turn your brain off once again and just do what the guy says and yeah. not worry about whether it's right or not, right? But what else can you do? Yeah, there you go. You want to cash you your want, check, right? You want to get... <laughs> you, yes, exactly. You want to cash your check. <laughs> uh, it's sad and it's it. You know, that's that's what it is. Yeah. What happens in your life after that? I mean, you're so you were in Quebec. You were doing these... Uh, these raves and these shows and all that. And uh, I went. I went to work for PRG for a while in Toronto. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, actually, that you was, you talked to me about that at a certain point. There was something happening in Toronto. Well, that that was all right. I stayed there for a while, then I came back to uh, to Montreal. Mm-hmm. I went back to do the 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 the, the Montreal uh, circus, not circuit, but circus. It always ends up to the same thing, but uh, you know that's what it is. Okay. Then I I went and I went to fix uh, moving lights. Oh yeah, for a rental company, mm-hmm. which was okay. You know, you know. Sometimes you end up you're you're tired of always uh, have to uh, to prove yourself or yeah, don't prove yourself. <laughs> and then I was doing. I did movies, you know, up uh, up and down uh, all the time. So yeah, that's what happened. Then I came I came here in Asia to do uh, to do a show in Macau. Which uh, end up that I was working with uh, some interesting people, and uh, I end up doing something else. Uh, went to live in the Philippines for for almost a year, and uh, work out. Uh, I got tired of it, you know. It's if if we think that sometimes we have some issue and uh, in our business in Canada, you should try the Philippines. Really? So what what's special about it? That's interesting. You can ask. Uh, you can ask. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Bergeron. He just he just finished Céline. Uh, I think yesterday there. Okay. He asked. He asked me last week. Uh, a couple things in Asia. So, hmm. well, that's. I said. He said. Oh, we're going to Philippines. I said. Good luck. He said. Why? Well, I said. Good luck. <laughs> and uh, well. <laughs> You only have to look at his uh, Facebook feed uh, today. You'll find out. <laughs> I sure will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should. You should see uh, what happened uh, was uh, written in the sky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll check that out for then, sure. Uh, well, that's the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm still living in China, you know, out of the out of it uh, here, uh, I'm having good good time, you know. Uh, well, how did that I, happen? I mean, how how did you when when you left at first? You did that gig in Macau. 
And then you went to the Philippines, but did you intend at that time to stay away or did you find an opportunity or how did that happen? Well, when I, when I went to uh, to the Philippines, there was uh, there was uh, somebody who, to- who taught me uh, a year before that they needed uh, lighting personnel and uh, technical directions for a casino over there. Uh, the only little problem when I arrived there, I was going back to Montreal, but when I arrived there, uh, I, they, you know, I had that, uh, that, that offer, so I went there. They just forgot to tell me that the casino was not even built. Okay, <laughs> small detail. So they, they met me and uh, they showed me the, the, the emplacement. The, but, oh, I said, okay, maybe I should come back next year. <laughs> so during that time, I had a friend in the Philippines. He told me, hey, come to work for me. Well, I went to work for them for, for about a year. Then uh, Axel Morgan Tyler uh, had a job in uh, Bali. So he offered me to, to come over and uh, really? to do some programming Thanks, for him. I haven't seen him in ages. Yeah. Wow. He, well, he did. He still, uh, he still be. He uh, did Don Juan. I did a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I worked for him. Uh, I worked for him uh, for uh, for years. Oh, really? And uh, uh, we did that gig, and then uh, uh, Lorty called me to do a, a gig in uh, in uh, Shenzhen for a Beijing company. Okay. So I went to there. I did the job for him. But the show they did not did not went did not went very far. Okay. Uh, then uh, I went to Beijing to work for the company for a while, but it was a little bit uh, weird, uh, and the company bankrupt actually. Oh. So someone from uh, from a company called EPS uh, called me to uh, to do uh, WYSIWYG work for them and uh, media servers and uh-huh. uh, uh, lighting concepts, but not. Lighting designs, but only as uh, conceptual conceptual uh, work. So I was, they were they were sending me the the draft, you know, the the CAD files, yeah. and I was putting lighting on it, okay, and make some animation, send it back to the client, so the client pay us for that, and uh, they usually hire the, their friend or their their cousin or their mother, you know, stuff like that. So it was okay. It was fine, actually. That's uh, I I did like that because when I do a gig here, you know, uh, I end up with uh, two thousand lights and uh, and half an hour to program it. <laughs> Shit, yeah. So well, you know, uh, one day, one day when you they, they show you stuff on the, they saw on YouTube, you look at them, you say, well, yeah, but uh, this was the program. It took uh, half a year, <laughs> and they wanted to be done in two days. Yeah. It's not going to look exactly the same, you know. Uh, I'm doing uh, for uh, here a be- another Beijing. I-, I got many now uh, on uh, freelance freelance uh, clients, you uh-huh. know. So I'm keeping one show, which is uh, with uh, Toyota. Okay. It's not complicated. The Japanese people, uh, the, the, the agency is in Beijing, but they are all Japanese. When, the, when they, they, they send me the lighting, I look at it, I come over, I program the things, nobody asks me anything except sometimes, oh, can you put a little bit more there? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, simple, simple. then I'm done, and they're happy because they can see their cards and they can see the the, the show on stage, and it's all uh, automated, so when I leave, uh, it's always the same. But, you know, you end up with uh, seven, like, the last the last show I did was uh, 700 lights. Wow. <laughs> for, for Toyota? Well, you know. Is that for a car show? Or well, what yeah. Is it? 
Yeah, for 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 the for the 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 exhibition the, the exhibition uh, area. Okay. But Toyota Toyota uh, boot is the size of half of the the Palais des Congrès. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. They put they put uh, around the forty cars on display. Wow. And uh, they put cars on stuff who goes up and down and left and right. Uh-huh. Uh So that uh, that that. That requires a lot of space. You know? Okay, so that's that's kind of a permanent client for you. I, when I say when I see seven hundred lights, I'm talking about the uh, the show lights. Oh, There's twelve hundred parts. <laughs> There's twelve hundred uh, parts. Uh, you know, uh, HMI parts yeah, just yeah. to light up the car. So when they when they do uh, when they, they the centerpiece car uh, they they arrive with a, a black car, we end up with twelve lights on the car. Wow. And it still, it still looks like black, you know. <laughs> the car is black. Yeah. Like uh, this year, uh, uh, they had uh, they had an issue with the uh, with one of the star car. The the paint the paint was wrong. Oh. And it looked uh, it looked faded. So I had to find a way to make uh, the car look balanced with the other one because the other one was blasting and the other one was not blasting. So. I told them, okay, let's let's fix it. I just turned off. I just reduced the lighting on the car. It was too blasting. They said, well, yeah, but uh, our car, the other one is not more. Uh, no, I know because the, the other one is uh, everything is at uh, ten thousand and uh, it doesn't do anything. But to balance the thing, I reduced the other car. Yeah, you have. Oh, that's an have, idea. You have to compensate. Yeah. I, you have another choice. It takes the car and put one with the right color. Yeah. But you know, when you cannot say that, I was thinking that. <laughs> I said, I'm going to try to help you as much as I can. Yeah. All the things we'd like to say to clients and we never will, right? I, actually, you don't like to say that. You just. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. I went also, my friend, uh, which has, uh, is, uh, they have an office. Uh, it's a Singapore company, but they have an office in Beijing. He. Called me in panic uh, last year. Not not the last car show, the one before. Uh, my client is freaking out because the, the car are not are not well lit. I arrived there. The one of the car is uh, almost indigo, and the other one is bungary. Oops. And uh, and around around those two cars, I think it's Nissan. Nissan uh, around those two cars. The white car, and they wanted to have the car changing colors. Okay, and they don't understand why the red and the blue car don't change color. Oh shit! They don't understand why the oh. red and the blue car don't change oh, color, come and on. the other one are changing color. Oh come on! Yep. So I'm sitting there and I'm saying, uh, "How do you say to someone you're an asshole? How do you say that?" Bye. I mean, <laughs> you don't say it. Nothing <laughs> you to don't say. say it. That's exactly. <laughs> Just try. You just try to find to find uh, an excuse. You know, like uh, let's say we're gonna put uh, the the car on the blue side in blue and the car on the right side in red, and we're gonna go from white to red, right to red, so it doesn't look like you cannot change the color of the blue and red car. Oh wow! That was not very satisfying, <laughs> but that that's the way it end up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fake it. And of course, and of course, the car are white. They are about two meter away from the the other car. So, when the car are littered in white, the blue car looks dim compared to the white car. Uh, okay, 
Bang, that's yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the right paint on it. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> so tell me, how's life in China? I mean, so you decided to, to settle down in China, right? Um, and you got married there, right? Life in China is fantastic. It's, uh, well, it's fantastic when you like it. If you come here uh, and you uh, you expect yourself to, to live, like if you were leaving uh downtown Montreal or downtown New York, uh, you might not exactly uh, get it. But when you start to, to figure out, uh, well, I want, uh, you know, I decided that I want to stay here. So I'm passing over many, uh, many things and I try to learn the language. I try to learn a little bit of culture. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, I would be in the, I would, you know, I would be in the plane and uh, back to Montreal. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. But uh, you got married in China, right? Yeah, well, yeah. So that's a, that's, <laughs> that's another reason why I don't really want to come back to, to Canada that quickly. I understand. So, so you met somebody there. Mm. Yeah, but, the point also is, okay, sometimes it might be a little bit difficult to do a show, but it ends up, you know, I'm um, ending up with uh, a small gig. For me, it's nothing uh, under uh, 200 moving lights. Yeah, okay. So, so that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, that, that's another dynamic from Montreal. 200 moving lights in Montreal is like the show of the year. Yeah, but the ear, ear, yeah, but you, you don't have uh, very light. No, I don't want very light. I know the light that we have here, and I'm using the one that we have here. You know, I'm, uh, uh, I, can do, uh, I promise you I can do the exact same thing with my, uh, my, uh, my lights here than uh, you can do in your, with your lights in Montreal. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. It, it comes down to talent. The problem with, the, with China uh, lights uh, and I 100% disagree with the, the, the lighting console that they do copy. This I cannot stand. But, you know, this is not my fault and uh, I'm not using those. And uh, it's not, actually, it's not my problem. And uh, those lighting companies, they never did anything for me except making a lighting console that I'm using. I'm actually doing something for them. But the point, and I, I'm not using those because uh, they usually fail and they don't do, they don't do what they're supposed to do. So the and the and the the two companies I'm working for have original product. I don't need I, I don't even need to have to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the lights the lights I definitely uh, don't want. I'm using uh, two four brands that I really like, and uh, they don't look like uh, like anything else. And one of them one of them is a uh, is the OEM of a certain uh, uh, well uh, well known. Uh, company uh a famous company uh, i know the oem of them and i'm not gonna name them okay but i do know the company were doing the lights for for certain other company in the u.s and in the in europe and uh they're, they're made here so wow. okay so you have the source and it's fine it's fine you know they, they, they can do it i have no problem with that mm-hmm. also the company that i'm using here well they're doing their own thing mm-hmm we have very good lead fixture here, and we have really bad lead fixture here. Yeah. When the, you know, I did, I did uh, for uh, the uh, Ayrton dealer in China. There's an official Ayrton dealer. The company is called ECE, mm-hmm. and they are the dealer for Flipaki, MA, and uh, they have like many companies. But uh, they they asked me to do uh, to do a little uh, uh, seminar on the LEDs. 
And so it was not even to, it was not even to sell Ayrton. It was just to show the comp- uh, to 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 make a comparison in between different uh, set of lights and what the difference and the 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 CRE and all kind of little thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we end up like yeah, a cheap a cheap LED is cheap. You know, you pay a uh, thirty dollar for LED par. <laughs> but in China, I don't use. Uh, LED power will cost uh, thirty dollar. I use Chinese brand, but they cut uh, they cut they cut about uh, uh, seven, eight, uh, eight, uh, even a few. Or uh, I'm not talking about a par under under five hundred US dollar. Of course, it's, it's shit. <laughs> you know what do you expect? The only difference is here you can find it, and you cannot find it in uh, in North America or in Europe. Oh. Because nobody will do it for that for that price. Okay, I see. But here it's possible to do it for that price. Uh-huh. But the my, the fixture that I'm use, I, I, I use uh, costs a lot more than that, and they're all made in China. And there are many companies that don't want to even export those lights. They try, but they don't force themselves so much. You know, there's a Pearl River uh, PR. They they are exporting a lot yeah, in uh, yeah. in the U.S. And there's many other companies also. They don't want to. They can't because they OEM. They are doing a light that is already sold under the, another name in the in the U.S. Yes, and, and yes. They cannot do that. And actually, we're having we're having a problem on our end because uh, we sell products here, uh, whether it be mm. you know whatever whatever the brand, and and you'll find another mm-hmm. brand selling exactly the same product, and you, you just look at it and you know it comes out of the same manufacturer, right? Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. That's, that's we see that all the time. And, uh, and, and it's, it's difficult, That's you know, possible. it's difficult to try to push a product and say, okay, this is, this is a good product. And, uh, then you turn around and you find exactly the same product sold by another company, which is probably from the same manufacturer, but just sold through a different channel. Here, here you can have a, I can't call a company. I can call a couple of my friends that they have major size, uh, uh, manufacturer and I can tell them, uh, make me a cocoa light. <laughs> I want I want on all, all the light that you send me. Uh, I want them pink, and I want it to re, uh, with uh, a logo, with the LED logo, uh, flash, and it's written Coco Light, and they will do it. When uh, when I buy uh, when I buy uh, uh, equipment for theaters or stuff like that, here in China, uh, I call the people, I call the manufacturer, I tell him, hey, here's my little gobo, here's my list of color, mm-hmm. and they'll just make it, and they do yeah. it. I even I even had uh, uh, a custom made uh, a custom made software for uh, uh, a set of lengths uh, that the they, they limited the the distance of the length because it was uh, it was the the optic was uh, was really bad if you were going a little bit farther but me had the 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 better version of that software and it was going too far but my show I used that so. We update the lights and we're not able to do it anymore. I told them, guys. <laughs> but but the software the software on the other end fixed another problem, a few other problems. Okay. So I told them, no 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 no. You put back the way the zoom was so I can still do my stuff because now I cannot do it and it doesn't work at all because it was you know it was just like a, a mist in the air and it worked perfectly. Yeah yeah. Of course, yeah. it, 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 for, for, it's like when me and, uh, uh, me, not me, but uh, my, my lighting designer, like Axel, we did something on the, a Marie Chouinard show. I'm on the, 
It was called the uh, Almond and the Diamond. Mm -hmm. And we that was a Paul doing everything in its internal at full. <laughs> and it was t touching the a curtain and it was making a, a flicker. Uh, we tried, we tr well, actually, we, uh, I, to, to try to, 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 to reduce the, uh, I'm telling you, everything was spinning at full. Okay. Everything. Okay. You know, the wheel, the, 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 the everything. The gobo were rotating and spinning and rotating. So, you know, uh, after after uh, 90, 50% of the shoe we were doing, uh, the, the lamp was filling was that lamp, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, well, that's uh, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you have, uh, no. I tried to reduce to get the same effect. I was, uh, it was not possible. So that that was a, a block cue, like uh, we need, when we need it, clack, it starts. And when we don't need it, you know, no tracking, no nothing, we stop every parameters because it was freaking out. So that was the same thing with the lights I'm talking about with uh, the the zoom. It yeah. was not possible to redo the the same well, effect. I, I understand that. I've seen lights before doing things like uh, uh, the optics going a little too far, so you can actually see the pixels on the dichroics. Um, I, I've seen that before, and and the thing is, like normally they'll they'll stop it. The, the 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 firmware should stop it before you get to that point, not not allowing you to do that. But let's say if if you know having the possibility to do that, if you're creative yeah. enough, that could be something really awesome that you can work with. I know, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Max 600 with the glass. Uh, uh, well, pump. I'm actually talking about a blizzard light, but yeah, it happened with many different lights. Well, the the that glass go uh, not gobo, but glass uh, dimmer option yeah. was something that uh, Axel Morgenthaler asked Martin. Oh, really? To, yeah, and the and the cone, you know, the flare cone. Uh -huh. It's something that we. We did. You know what is the original flare cone for a Max 600? No. It's a piece of black wrap. It's a piece of black wrap. We tape uh, at the at the end of the <laughs> nozzle. Okay. Which is which is which is much 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 better than the plastic ring that you cannot fit the fucking uh, the light in yeah. the. And you cannot fit the light in the case because you have this, so you have to remove them. The the black wrap was. What we were doing, I was just flipping them in the front of the lens and putting back in yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the glass, the glass dimmer, the, and if you use the glass dimmer with the glass comb, when you put fifty percent of blue and fifty percent of uh, of dimmer, you don't. It doesn't dim. You got a square of blue, a square of white, a square of blue, a square of white, a square of blue, a square of white. This is what, this is. But the original design of that thing, very light, did it. For the dimmer, I think on the VL three thousand or VL, uh, I don't remember. It's a, it was supposed to be a tram, you know, from from uh, from black to to clear, yeah. uh, a, a fully gradient gradient uh, thing. This is what we asked, but uh, well, the company said the, it was not possible. And actually, I understand it may not have been possible because we asked it like uh, the the light were were not even all on the market. Yeah. We, everything was a beta. Everything was a beta on the uh, on the fixture itself. So they, they they did that, but it didn't work very well. But it was working better than the original metal dimmer that was making the same thing. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? And it was even ugly. It was even uglier. Hmm. No, that 
that fixture was famous, but it was for, for in my head, it was famous with uh, very famous uh, problems. <laughs> you know, if you try if you try to compare a, a Max six hundred to a VR five, uh, oops. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. somewhere else. But so. on the other end, on the other end, the VR five uh, or you know you you needed to have two different fixtures. You wanted to do cool color and warm color. So, well. With the Mac, the Mac 600, you could do any any color, mostly. Yeah, as long as you have a new lamp in there. Well, uh, I think uh, I think I haven't seen a Mac 600 since uh, ten years. Uh, so I, I've seen them tell. recently. They're still working. That's funny. They're all dented. They're all busted up, but they're still working. It's crazy. But but, but of well, course you have to you have to relamp them regularly because uh, the problem is like they get old and then the lamps get old and then you start doing. You start doing a, an even wash, and that's just impossible because you have a green lamp, a yellow lamp, or a red lamp. <laughs> even when you get new fixture, you 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 should have to. Uh, that's the reason why you know you do banks. Yeah, exactly. You calibrate everything. Yeah, but you try if you got time. But it, it, when it's important, you know, when you're doing a fancy, uh, fancy, touchy uh, opera or a theater show, yeah, you do that. Uh, when you're doing a rave, oh, you, don't uh, you don't have you don't time. Care. You know, for me, uh, yellow, yellow, uh, f yellow at full uh, flag uh, at full, uh, and I turn them all on, and I have VLs, it's amber, and I have a clip key, it's uh, it's yellow, uh, yellowish, uh, <laughs> reddish, and I have Martin, it's yellow green. I'm not gonna even take one second to fix it because you know I'm gonna flash those things like. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you really but, don't care at that point. But uh, if I start to do a little bit more fancy stuff, yes, uh, all my yellow will be the same, mm. or uh, or it will be uh, wanted to be different. Yeah, you know, well, so. theatrical market and the the rock and roll and rave market is totally different thing. Uh, well, rock and well, be, yeah, because now uh, everybody everybody uh, is doing more macros on the console than they are than that they are doing lighting. Yeah. And they want everything to be automated so they can take pictures and send them on Facebook. <laughs> Free up their hands, make everything run automatically. I, mean, uh, I don't do much of it, but uh, I, I was looking at, uh, at the EDM uh, shows at the moment. You know, you got a 100 meter wide uh, stage, uh, a shitload of video and uh, lighting. But you look at it, it's big. Mm. That's it. Yep. It's Just big. big. <laughs> it's always the same. You look at the Tomorrowland, you look at the, the other, uh, all of them, big set, all the same. Yeah. You look at, you look at the, a fleshy, fleshy uh, set, and uh, most of the time you don't even see the DJ. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just a bunch of lights in your face. Well, yeah, but that, that's the idea too, you know, but uh, it's all the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So tell me, Coco, what's what's coming up for you? I mean, you you got you're settled in China, you're you're you got your contracts, uh you got your wife, you got your apartment. Um so how's how does retirement look for you? I'm getting old and I'm getting very happy to get old so I can go to my little uh uh, Shandong, uh, Shandong province uh, house and uh, find a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> you're not there yet, man. <laughs> oh, you're... No, that's the, pro that's the problem sometimes. <laughs> mm. 
you look at it, <laughs> no, not that much. <laughs> you know, no, it's uh, it's all, all good to me uh, here. Uh, I got I got my retail reserves. Uh, you know, because at the moment I'm also doing some architectural work with uh, a Chinese company. Okay. I don't need to be in Beijing so much anymore. So you know, going to to uh, my little uh, my little uh, area in uh, in uh, in the south uh, of uh, Beijing, uh, I'm looking at it more and more. Okay. You know, we don't. My wife, my wife works in Beijing, so that's much that's much more the reason why we stay here than for okay, me. Okay, I see. How old is your wife? I, she's uh, 37. I see. Okay, so she's still working. She's still pretty active. She, she, yeah, she, she, yeah, she has a good job uh, here, so it's fine. Uh-huh. And me, well, uh, I, I, I have my my things, I have my things, and I don't want to take that many. Uh-huh. Uh, I get a, I get a good amount of money when uh, when uh, when I work, uh-huh. and uh, we don't need that much money either. You know, it's not that expensive to live okay. here. It's a bit expensive for the apartments, but I don't even leave center. You know, I live like uh, south uh, southeast of. Uh, of the the central area of Beijing, so it's a bit cheaper. Okay. And uh, in in Thailand, where where uh, uh, we are looking for to buy, to buy a house, uh, it's gonna cost around the two hundred dollar a month to live there. So, wow. You know? Okay. And I'm talking about uh, a so house. retirement's a lot easier. My it's easier for me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. of course. Wow. So uh, so you made yourself quite a a comfortable life there in China. Yeah, I'm so yeah. happy for you, yeah. man. And you know what? There's a bunch of people here in Quebec who miss you a lot, and there's a lot of people who would would not oh. be doing this job if it hadn't been for you. And that includes me. And and we all we all would like to thank you for that. You know, you know, you're always welcome. I got I. You're always welcome to come oh, over. Oh, that's nice. Thanks for the invitation. <laughs> uh, no problem, my friend. Uh, I got I got a. I got a big coach here <laughs> for you. <laughs> Good to know, man. If I ever wind up in China for some reason, I'll I'll be sure to give you a call. <laughs> well, the, sometimes the boys are coming here. I've seen I've seen you guys. Denis, uh, Denis, Denis yeah. Ayotte is coming. He's doing Turok, Sub Soleil Show. Okay. Uh, yeah, and last I work for the last. Uh, I, I work a lot at the moment with the Cavalier. <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, they need a guy to repair their uh, their uh, old uh, Mac. So yeah, their Mac two thousands. I'm not too bad to do that <laughs> if you remember well. Of course, I, you know them by heart, right? I got something like ten thousand dollar of uh, of tools in the uh, right beside me. That's like a one, two, three, four, four uh, tool case. Wow. Loaded with tools, so <laughs> they they come over and they told me, "Hey, uh, can you come over and fix our machine?" And, yeah, no problem. Uh, of course. And uh, actually, I fixed the, I fixed it, the machine. I did the setup because nobody was able to do it because the the. the the head of the department did not come back in China. Oh. Uh, that was a lot of fun, you know, <laughs> in the mud, like it is supposed to be. You know? When the when the, you cannot see the difference between your boot of your face because uh, you uh, you got the same amount of mud everywhere. Those are, those are fun gigs, right? Oh well, the 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 one we did here uh, when I, I went to Nanjing for them, uh, it, it it was the same than uh, when we did uh, when we did. Uh, <laughs> Madrid in Spain. Uh-huh. It was a uh, gray, gray, uh, gray mud. You know, very thin. Ah, your boots weigh about twenty pounds each because they're full of 
mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did that for uh, for about uh, four months. About four months. What's fun? <laughs> They're supposed to coming back uh, to come back uh, in few months. Uh-huh. I will do it if I have nothing else to do. Well, for me, you know, I, I, I again, I don't I don't need that much of money uh, to leave here, so. I can work for a little bit uh, cheaper than... Uh, it's a no-stress situation. The the good thing here is uh, when you're a foreigner, uh, they pay pretty pretty well for uh, for your services. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And how how is it? I mean, how can you... Do, do you need a license to work there or anything? Or is it just like uh, you get there and... No, 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 no. You need you need uh, you need permits. Okay. You need uh, you need visa. You need work visa. Okay. And how does that work? I mean, I, I'm supposed by now you you must have your citizenship, I guess. No. 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 Oh, how does that work? <laughs> no, no, no. But you can live there all you want, right? When I don't have my my friend uh, company uh, working visa because I'm uh, supposed to be consultant uh, for uh, for lighting company. Uh-huh. If I don't have that, uh, I have a, I have a family visa. Okay. And uh, next year, I'm going to apply for uh, a D visa, which is a, a green card. Okay. It's, uh, because now my visa for my family visa is every two years, and uh, the working visa is uh, every one year. So if I'm very, very busy, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, my friend is uh, helping me to get my work visa. And if I figure that I'm not going to be that busy, which never happened, I'm using the, you, the family, the family visa. visa. Yeah. Okay, because you got married in China, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, but at the moment, since I've been here since uh, 2011, uh, after after five years and uh, four years four years that you married, uh, you can apply for uh, a D visa, which is uh, a permanent uh, permanent visa. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Well, uh, well, that's that's what it is. I'm happy with that. In closing, I'd like to ask you a question. Like I said, you've inspired a lot of people today. There's a lot of people doing this job um, thanks to you. And a lot of the youngsters out there don't know who you are. Well, now they know you a little better after this interview. Would you have a piece of advice to tell the, the youngsters out there who are starting out in the business? What, what would you like? What message would you like to send them? Oof, I've got many. <laughs> well, uh, whatever's at the top of your head. Don't do like I did. that's what all parents say right (laughs) that's the that's the 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 first one and the most important one uh don't do uh don't it's more down than do in my point of view (laughs) first try to learn what is lighting before you talk about it operating the lighting console doesn't mean anything it's only a tool to do lighting Lighting, lighting is what you what you want to see, what you know that you will be able to achieve, and uh, what you will be able to achieve that the, with the time that you have in your hand. Uh, don't try to uh, to to do like the other guy did. Well, turning on the light is turning on the light, and I agree with that. But uh, try to to have your own uh, ideas. But uh, when you are the designer. When you are the programmer, you can push ideas, but you can show what you can do. But usually, uh, when you work with a lighting designer, the, well, his, name, the, his title means it, he's designing it. So design, he should have the idea of what he wants to see. Sometimes uh, you can help. Sometimes uh, you just press the button and do 
as the person that IRU wants. And it, this, all of this helps you to become a good lighting designer if you want to become a lighting designer. And uh, it also helps you to become a good lighting programmer because the only, the most important thing for uh, a lighting designer is having somebody who can understand uh, what, what, what he wants to see and uh, be able to execute it as quick as, uh, as it can. It's, uh, it's the most important part for, for programmer. That's more, uh, I'm much more a programmer than I am a designer. I used to be a pretty, uh, pretty indecent uh, crew chief. And the crew chief is the same thing, you know. You, uh, you, you actually usually you receive the the lighting proposal for the lighting designer a little bit ahead, so you can prepare your thing. You can prepare your things and uh, don't try to to change what the designer wants to see. But uh, sometimes it's not possible to do it exactly the way it is on the plan. And this you have to discuss it before you take the responsibility of uh, changing it. And basically. Uh, Rock on, like uh, <laughs> my friend Theo used to say. Yeah, Theo, good friend, uh, who uh, passed away a few years ago, unfortunately. Yeah, so the message is uh, when somebody uh, knows what he's doing, uh, shut up, listen, execute, and learn. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an eternal learning. You know, it's impossible, impossible to... To know everything in that, uh, in that, that field. That's what I was telling my students when I'm teaching uh, lighting boards. I always tell them, uh, listen, guys, don't worry about it. You will not be able to do something that has never been done. <laughs> and they get kind of discouraged, but that's what it is. I mean, yeah. you're playing with the same lights everybody else has been playing with, so you'll create something. It'll be really cool, but I do believe that it's been done before. So, Well, yeah, well, this, uh, this is... Uh, uh, Almost like I said at the beginning, beginning of your this interview, uh, the light beam will never turn. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. Not not at this point, anyway. Coco, I thank you so much for being part of the show. You don't, you can't imagine how precious this is for the the community out here in Canada. And uh, I do wish you a very happy career and and life in China. Uh, I know you're happy. I know you're you're doing well. And I'm very, very glad for you. Ah, well, that was fun, my friend. That was very uh, a good little uh, speaking speak, speak out. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, we can do it again uh, in a few years. I'm very, very old, and uh, I can uh, I can speak uh, I can speak like Confucius. I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. <laughs> so take care, my friend. Have have a great evening. Yeah, All you right, too. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Backstage Cowboys podcast. Special thanks to AVL Media Group and Avolites, who, in my opinion, make the best lighting consoles in the world. If you'd like to test drive an Avolites console, contact me via BackstageCowboys.com. This is Claude Vien returning you to whatever you were doing before tuning in.